Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for November 8, 2011, and here's the news. And there's more bad news for Toyota. Its quarterly profit plummeted 72% to about $1 billion. Compared to the same time a year ago, its vehicle sales are down by 689,000 units. Blame it on part shortages from the disastrous tsunami, which severely impacted production. And the future looks grim as well. The company warned it faces more challenges because of the flooding in Thailand. And when you throw in a strong yen to, into the mix, the Japanese industry as a whole, not just Toyota, is in trouble. It's no wonder the company declined to give out any financial forecast for its fiscal year, which ends next March. General Motors is changing the leadership of its operations in Europe. After 37 years with the company, Nick Riley, who is 61 years old, will step down as president of GM of Europe next March. He will be replaced by Karl Straka, 55 years old, who currently is CEO of Opel. GM Europe and Opel have been losing money for years, though so far this year those losses are far lower than what they have been. And the people at Opel will likely be relieved that someone from Opel is finally running all of GM Europe, which should squelch any lingering rumors that GM may dump Opel. Meanwhile, Ferrari is having a phenomenal year. It's already sold 5,165 cars. That's boosted its revenue up 19% to 1.6 billion euros, and its trading profit for the third quarter came in 11% higher at 212 million euros. But the big news is Sergio Pininfarina is stepping down from the board of Ferrari for what is officially described as personal reasons, and almost undoubtedly it's related to his age. Sergio is 85 years old. The Pininfarina design house has designed just about every Ferrari that's ever been built, and Ferrari promises to continue that relationship. Sergio Pininfarina will be replaced on the Ferrari board by Richard Palmer, the chief financial officer at Fiat and Chrysler. So far this year in the EV sales race, the Chevy Volt is behind the Nissan Leaf. GM says that's got more to do with availability than the Volt's higher sticker price. To help boost the number of Volts, the company is temporarily lifting a ban preventing dealers from selling demonstration models. Wards reports this will double the inventory available to 4,100 units. GM originally predicted 10,000 sales this year, but through October, GM has only sold 5,000 Volts. However, production is slowly ramping up and the Volt had its best sales month in October with just over 1,100 cars going to customers. Daimler's commercial vehicle operations in North America just announced it's become the first commercial vehicle manufacturer to sell 1,000 natural gas trucks. Wow, I didn't even realize they sold natural gas semi-trucks in the U.S. But it turns out Freightliner has a truck with an 8.9-liter Cummins Westport engine dedicated to run on natural gas. In addition to lower emissions, Daimler says natural gas trucks 
help cut fuel costs by 30 to 40 percent compared with diesels. Ford will show off an updated flex at the Los Angeles Auto Show next week, the biggest change to this slow-selling crossover, and the first thing that you'll notice about it is the new front end. It's less boxy than before, and the blue oval is gone, replaced by F-L-E-X spelled out across the leading edge of the hood. Kind of makes it looks like a, look like a Land Rover, doesn't it? Beyond the cosmetic changes, the base 3.5-liter V6 gets a boost with TI VCT on board. It now delivers 285 horsepower and better fuel economy. And EcoBoost 6 is still available. Inside, the Flex gets a host of new safety and convenience features, including inflatable rear seat belts and the next generation My Ford Touch system. Hopefully, these upgrades will improve its showroom performance. According to Wards, Ford sold fewer than 2,000 flexes last month. Coming up next, a look at technology that will automatically bring your car to a stop if you happen to be distracted. What if we always settled for the first thing that came along? Then we'd never have gotten here. Introducing the Sonata Hybrid from Hyundai. Electronic driving aids are becoming more prevalent and more popular. The supplier company Continental has been busy working on automated braking systems that will prevent a car from getting in a low-speed accident, especially in cases of driver distraction. Take a look. Hello, my name is Catalin Bungetiano. I am with Continental developing driver assistance systems. Uh, I will drive now onto a barrier, an obstacle, and our intelligent vehicle will recognize a difficult situation and brake automatically, avoiding the collision to this obstacle. This system should avoid um, collisions in uh, urban traffic at low speeds. Uh, you know what happens if you are in a traffic jam, in a slow-moving traffic, maybe the vehicle in front of you stops suddenly, and our vehicle is so intelligent to recognize uh, the difficult situation and to brake by himself. Continental will soon have an addition to that system that will automatically brake for pedestrians who are in front of a car. Hey, don't forget to join us for AutoLine After Hours this Thursday night when our guest will be Chris Payne, the director of the movie Revenge of the Electric Car. You can be sure this is going to be a lively discussion about EVs. So join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo for some of the best insider discussion on what's going on in the world of the automobile. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.